mm. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. With what? I'm like craving chicken and rice. That's what your body wants. That's what the baby wants. That's what the baby wants. The tiny sack of cells. The weird little alien looking thing that Sigourney Weaver should kill. That's oh, what's man. in there. If you do get an abortion at this stage of a pregnancy, they just send Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> In full alien Ripley. costume. Ripley, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, Not great. A lot of fatigue, it seems. Yeah, today was rough, I think. I probably haven't eaten enough protein. I think that's mm. why I'm craving it right now. I would like for you to eat something green. I know. I drank colorful. that green juice. I, gra- I drank right. this. All right, good. On purpose, because A I was like, I, I need green. Yes. All right. Um, so welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's Sunday. You've been this very, episode airs tomorrow. You've been very good to me today. Yeah, because I love you. You're my wife. And then I hit my head on the on the shelf. Oh, is that what happened? I didn't know what happened. I there was there was a moment of rage today. There was a flashpoint. You were prepping Peggy for her walk. You were yeah. bent over. I assumed she bit your hand. Oh, my God. I thought it was Peggy related. No, I just slammed my head into the corner of the fucking breakfast bar. So, yeah, you were bent over. You stood up full speed. Full and speed. gouged your scalp. Yeah. And I did my over-enunciation yell of, of swears. It was one swear. It was I, cocksucker. No, I said cocksucker motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> And uh, and you turned away from me toward the door to scream so, it. Yeah, I'm certain neighbors heard it, which is fine. You feel your feelings in yeah, this house. Yeah, I don't care what they hear. Yeah, we're uh, we're veterans in this building. And okay? I I stayed. I did. I stayed perfectly still, and I was like, I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let <laughs> no this sudden movement. I'm gonna let this nuclear bomb wash over me, uh, and let it do what it needs to do. I know. Um, I felt a little out of control. It felt very old school, honestly. The oh yeah, because there was there was a door slam also into the bathroom. Because I was just still so mad. <laughs> it fucking hurts. It hurts when that happens. But I'm so I'm actually relieved to know that it was uh, only one person was involved. Peggy wasn't involved. Oh, so then you thought it was like that. And then I was bringing her on her walk, and you were probably envisioning that I was just like yeah, being was like, so mean to her. She's gonna kick Peggy. No. <laughs> No, because if you had watched, I slammed my head, said the loud curse, but then I took a moment. I fed her her treats for sitting there patiently while I had a meltdown. And then I went into the bathroom, slammed the door. Yeah. Came back out a few minutes later after I assume you uh, cried a little bit or something. Yeah. And I started to say, are you okay? (laughs) And you said, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. (laughs) And then you and Peg left on the walk and you're just envisioning me being like an abusive mother on that whole walk yeah and while you were locked in the bathroom peggy and i were just looking at each other <laughs> wordlessly oh, like shit. are we dead meat no as soon as i got out in the hallway i picked her up and i was like i'm sorry if i scared you oh. i like felt bad that she was just like sitting there in her leash like what is mom doing <laughs> well I'm glad you're okay and it dissipated. But that, yeah, I'm just a little bit on edge today. And thank you for being a supportive partner and taking good care of the home. You're so welcome. Um, Yeah, we've had a very like old school domestic weekend. Woo! 
We we went on like a triple couples date yesterday yeah. in the middle of New Jersey. The whole time being like, what are we doing here? And every single person we were hanging out with, except two, have been on our podcast. Gregory and Eddie. Except, except Adam and Rom yeah, have we, not been on. I would like to have <laughs> our first on. toddler Rom on the show sometime. But just Adam and Rom together. That would be fun. <laughs> That would be very funny. Uh, we had an amazing meal in Jersey City called Araza. I thought your amazing meal was going to be the Americana oh, Diner in West Orange, New Jersey. That club sandwich was good. We we really ate a lot yesterday because um, we're eating for two now. <laughs> yes, so as a couple, we're eating I'm for... I am allowed to have multiple cuisines, multiple restaurants and, in a four-hour window. And what did you have last night? A flight of Haagen-Dazs, you're yeah, calling it? Yeah, yeah, I went down to the Dollar Tree and ordered a flight of Haagen-Dazs uh, for $1 per container. And I they are, that you call it a flight like it's classy. Yeah, it's like a beer tasting menu. Yes. I'll have the I'll have the chef's tasting of you know, Haagen-Dazs if, from if some Dollar Tree. Ice cream places were smart. They would do a flight. Some do. Do they? they? Exist. Yeah, they Where? Exist. I don't know. I've been to some. We'll find it because that sounds good. All right. <laughs> Uh, but the weekend was kicked off with Halloween. Halloween. Samhain. I've always been saying Sam Hain. Yes. Because of Glenn Danzig singing about it and the Misfits. Does he say it like that? I think. I don't know. But what? maybe I'm just like reading song titles. I don't even really know. I'm not a huge Misfits fan. But. <laughs> you heard it here first. Groundbreaking info. But we went, we went to an event, uh, hosted by Amanda Yates Garcia. She's an author. She's a witch. She read from her book, Initiated. Initiated. Memoir of a Witch. And we went uh, and had a great time. We yeah. invited the dead to commune with us. We chanted. Mm -hmm. uh, For love and light only, though. You know? Like, yeah, it, it wasn't like we're trying to, like, talk to them in some weird way. Yeah, and we weren't, like, conjuring. No, it was not a seance. Malicious no. demons. Light and love are only welcome here. Okay. Uh, but we were joined by our very good friend, Lux Fatal. That's right. Who is also Peggy's primary care provider. <laughs> She's not a veterinarian, but we trust her yes. with those procedures. No, she babysits and she house sits. She's a great auntie. She's an amazing person. And uh, we were like, how have we not had her on the podcast how? yet? Oh, my God. What sort of what sort of clerical error has occurred well, we wrote our wrongs, okay? We invited her on. We righted our wrongs. We wrote our wrongs. We wrote them out. And we, then I said, let's write these. Yes. Now, because now uh, that they've been written. <laughs> now that our wrongs have been written, we can work a fifth step over this. Yes. And we can move on with our lives. Yeah, until we start over again at one and do them all over again. Mm -hmm. Uh. But yeah, we went to this amazing talk together and I think we all left very feeling very inspired and yes. very connected yes. as spirits and souls. Correct. And, and so we said, Lux, get your ass to our apartment on Sunday so we can sit down and talk about witchcraft, sexuality, yeah. and how to manage uh, being an open progressive person while having um, a school for children. Yeah. You know, fighting the fight, as it were. Yeah. So she she does it all. She's an incredibly interesting and creative person, very smart and in touch with uh, the deeper things in life. You know, 
Yeah, man. Uh, so please do enjoy this episode with Lux Fatale. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> All right, so I'm curious if either of you had any weird dreams on Thursday night. Oh. Weird dreams on Thursday. After, After our, our ritual. Ritual. Halloween, that was, yeah, the Samhain ritual. Because um, I did. You did. I mass murdered coworkers in a <laughs> fire pit. Jesus. Literally. That's I fucking nuts. I was Ross in the car <laughs> yesterday that I dreamt that I was a part of I guess it was a, a literal firing of people at work. Like I worked in some library or something oh, and we had to stack like eight or nine people in a pile and tell them they were just going to go to sleep. And then we burned them. That's dark. Death. But you did administer some sort of sleeping agent. Yeah, first. I think we. Yeah, I think that it was, was like kindness. a, a painkiller of some <laughs> that kind. Was the kindness. Uh, so that's what I got out of our ritual. And uh, I dreamt that I had a miscarriage. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 But in a really like it was so much more like surreal and like not yeah. of this yeah, of world course. in a number of ways. Like I was in like a courtroom as opposed to like a doctor's office. <laughs> it was like really strange. Dreams are oh, they are always like anxiety things for me. Yeah. Almost always. Yeah, me too. But nothing weird on Thursday Not that I can remember. I probably would have written it down in, in my journal. But oh, okay. Know. Dream journals, yeah. I said, you gotta be good prep me. I would have looked. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't we know this was going to be the question. The extensive list. You're like, I prepared, but I did not bring I've my dream journal. List. I didn't bring my dream journal. With well, me. I'm going to go off list again I don't here. Have a great, so uh, both memory. of you prepare. I'm going off list. Oh, uh, boy. So, off book, off list. So Ross and I were talking about the ritual we all attended together mm-hmm. Thursday night on our trip yesterday. And uh, you mentioned that you, or whenever we talked about it, you mentioned that you cried a couple times, which I didn't notice. Like, I was definitely locked in. I was into it, but I didn't realize you were having like emotions. <laughs> uh, moments. So I'm just curious if the two of you could talk a little bit about where you connected, uh, what, how powerful of a, uh, an event is something like that. Cause it was, I mean, I want to say 90% women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, femme identifying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess talk about, those kinds of environments, what it means to you both uh, well, as first, women. First, let's just say it was a, an event for um, the Oracle of L.A., Amanda Yates Garcia, who has a book out called Initiated. Um, and so she did like an event slash ritual. Yeah. So that's what we're referring to. Blasting um, through that book. Are currently. you? Oh, yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> I started reading it. It's yeah, it's very powerful for sure. Um yeah, what was the ritual like for you? Uh, walking in, I was like a little bit late mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember exactly what she was doing, but it was a thing where our eyes were closed and we were sort of like, uh, what was it? it was maybe was like, she like when she was doing and the, the whistling. Yeah, she was she was <laughs> casting a circle. Ding yeah, dong. So she was calling in Hello. The, the north, south, east, west. <laughs> yes, she was spirits. calling, calling the elements, calling the directions. Um, and it was, uh, probably only the second time I've ever been in a, in a ritual with like a seasoned witch who could run, you know, like create the circle. And I, uh, had felt like so like I felt so much power and I like my eyes were closed and I could just feel this happens to me sometimes when I'm high, but I was not high at all, but, uh, (laughs) just felt like 
I could feel no separation between me and the air or the room or mm. the the world. It was just really cool. It's like, uh, you know, you hear that term high vibration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of, it was a physical sensation mm-hmm. for me where I was like, uh, not in, a, not in an, an agitated way, vibrating, yeah. but you can just feel your like cells. I don't know. That's yeah. it was cool. really cool. Yeah. I love that. Felt good. And, uh, and the song, this, uh, oh, chant. I, know. I sang it last night in the bathtub. I was just <laughs> like, this is beautiful. It's yeah. been in my head since, since yeah. then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that chant. Um, I probably felt that way during the chanting. I think I really connect to like, uh, a room full of people singing the same thing over and over again. Like that just like immediately kind of makes me emotional. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Cause I think it's like everyone is. Uh, embracing being vulnerable basically and then you kind of feel less vulnerable because you're all doing it together um, and then like as the momentum picked up um, and I you know I think since I have found out I was pregnant I've been fairly like um, not ex- super excited mm. and more just like what is this going to mean for me? How is this going to change everything? I don't feel well. I'm so tired. I like can't like be the active person that I normally am. And yes, that will change. But like maybe the time of me being like the active person I once was is like, not that I won't be active again, but like in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, Your energy will be directed differently. Very much so. So I think I've just been really fearful you know and uh sitting there like listening to her talking about like reciprocity with your environment and taking care of the most vulnerable and um smashing the patriarchy Mm -hmm. but like in a very like she speaks about that stuff I feel like in such a eloquent way Mm, that doesn't feel like it doesn't feel aggressive not at all you know I'm like damn I wish I could harness (laughs) some of that like gentle way of discussing things that are so upsetting and enrage me, you know? She's a super Um, calming presence. Yeah. I love the, their podcast is, I know I got to start listening to it. Yeah. What's the name of that show? Strange Strange magic. Magic. Yeah. Uh, And it's with the other, it's with the other woman, um, Sarah faith goddess Diener. Right. Who that many moons book that I have had the past couple of years, that woman wrote those books. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they're like in cahoots. Well, all, you, you all you witches are in cahoots that's right it's true. Um, we're taking all down there's a thread <laughs> one of my favorite points that she made uh during her talk was um you know like it's so easy for like lots of people poke fun at mm-hmm. the trend of witchiness and mm-hmm. the crystals and like uh tarot card readings and you know all the things that are fun to make fun of 2019 mm-hmm. quote unquote witches mm-hmm. uh but she was like you know fuck that like we've been here for thousands mm-hmm. of years and uh and i liked hearing about the history of yeah of uh these pagan rituals mm-hmm. and uh the way they you know talked about the the universe and the stars and the you know mm-hmm. seasons and all that stuff uh around the world yeah and, and it's everything that matters yeah. yeah and i just thought that was uh like a fun fun little thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I found it really cool when they were talking, she was talking about the trendiness of, of witchcraft and she said, this is the beginning of right. the yeah. Like yeah. everyone's coming in now. We need this because we're so disconnected. Yeah. 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 I found that really helpful to like think about, not be so dismissive of like consumerist 
witchcraft and stuff like yes that's like irritating mm-hmm. but like it's, it's, it's all signifying a shift yeah it's like all a symbol of what is you know and like yeah there are parts of it like anything that would be frustrating and capitalist and whatever but Absolutely. like uh yeah she's great i'm glad yeah. we all made it to there for yeah, halloween it was so good to see you guys yeah yeah so Lux is a witch. We've covered that. She's a witch. She is a Instagram model. She's a muse. She's an artist. She is a caretaker of children and adults and people. <laughs> and dogs. And dogs. And dogs. Yes. She's Peggy's, out. she's Peggy's primary caretaker. <laughs> primary. Or, well, secondary. Secondary. Secondary partner. Visiting. Yes. Polyamorous uh, dog caretaker. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're so happy you're finally here. We, we've been neighbors for a while. I met you a year and a half ago on a June summer night where we all went out to a, what what was that? Oh, is that when you first met her? I think so. Oh. We met on the bus. Okay. <laughs> that was a oh, random yes. in the winter time. Yeah. While you were listening to us. <laughs> I think I was probably oh, that's hilarious. listening to your pod. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. We only what did we do in June on. now? I don't remember. Uh, that, it was that party. We went to a big... The, the uh, queer pride party. Oh, the party. sexy party. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, I've, I've, I feel like when Ross and I began our journey, a friend of a friend was like, oh, you have to meet our, yes. my friend Lux. She's Origin like story. into all this stuff that you guys are just now about to dive into. So you should meet her. Uh, and, uh, and is her the pronoun I should? That's my pronoun. All right, she, cool. her. Thank you. Uh, I've got a, I've got a, well done. So good. Yeah, you're, no, well that done. was great. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting even to be asked. Well done, hon. Well done. <laughs> but it's been neat to have you as a friend and person to learn from. It's been uh, a neat friendship. As we, <laughs> as we get witchier and witchier yes. and sexier and sexier. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, All the things. <laughs> my yeah. favorites. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, I, 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 was, I was thinking like, uh, should we talk about that party? I mean, we covered it on the podcast. Yeah. But, well, um, I guess um, you've, I don't want to say the lifestyle. How would you say? Oh my God. I love saying the lifestyle. <laughs> just like ironically, because yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. goofy. Uh, so yeah, I've been in the lifestyle for uh, six, six or seven, maybe six or seven years. Yeah. Um, started out with the ex. Uh, we were together for a really long time, but we were open Um but in terms of going to those parties, that was probably a good th- three years ago mm-hmm. that that started. I went to a party called Wonderland, which happens, I think, monthly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only ever went to the one. Um, the Karate Studio. At right? the Karate Studio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, it is the most bizarre or was. I don't know. Yeah. I've only been the one time. But I uh, ended up meeting a woman there. And, you know, we were play partners for a little while, which was super fun. Um then there was uh, Hacienda. Mm-hmm. I started getting into uh, with House of House of Yes, which is like the best venue. It's you know you guys know it's a yeah. three blocks away. Bushman, <laughs> local. Yes, um, but they have a monthly party called House of Love, and that's like a quasi play party. It's a mm-hmm. little bit tamer, but um, you know people are there dressed in sexy outfits and they'll have like little dungeons set up or whatever so um i met someone from hacienda there and then i started going to hacienda parties and 
yeah, it's just it's just been fun. Cool. Yeah, I saw you went to the House of Yes party the other night, and uh, and you are going to go back to be a consent monitor. Yes. Uh, for the next one, so I think we should kind of just talk about that a little bit in in the context of a beginner's guide. Like if you're li- if you've been lurking on our podcast and you've been listening to what we talk about, and you're curious about maybe proposing to your partner like hey should we like go make out with other people who are not (laughs) you know me and you like should we go explore what it would feel like to be open uh i've been curious about opening up or if you're single i assume you can go to these parties uh but you never have uh talk about that party specifically what it's like to go as an attendee what it will be like to go as a monitor um you could even touch on consent and how it's defined Uh, but yeah, I guess for the casual lurking listener who might be curious about this world, um, what would you say to them? So, uh, firstly, I've been a consent monitor there for like two years. So I've been doing that and it's, uh, it's a really great program they have and they've actually expanded it to other parties that they do. It's really just about having, having someone visible that you can come to if someone else is sort of like being creepy, harassing, any kind of, you know, anything like even remotely weird, you can find one of us. And in that party particularly, we'll be wearing unicorn horns that are uh, lit and also uh, armbands that are lit. Um, But uh, like literally lit, lit, but also (laughs) (laughs) in every sense, in every sense, they are lit and you can find us and let us know if someone is like super intoxicated, needs some water, needs to sit down because a lot of people get that way and don't want water or to sit down and you got to And I assume this is a, it's a dance party environment in a big, large club. club. Yeah. It's a good club environment. Um, there'll be, uh, different stations. So if you're, if you're curious about, uh, opening up or the party doesn't have to be opening up at all. The party can just be going with your monogamous significant other or, uh, whatever. And just like, being sexy around other people, which is super sexy. Yeah. 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 And people really, yeah. Describe what people wear. Like, so it's very lingerie. Like they have different themes. Um, but it's always just like fetish gear, bondage gear, lingerie, um, guys or, you know, male presenting people tend to not really get super dressed up because mm-hmm. yeah, because they don't know they what they can be doing. a little lame sometimes. <laughs> no, um, or they dress up in like the worst way where you're just like, oh, yeah, God. or they'll just wear a mesh shirt or whatever. And it's fine. It's like, whatever <laughs> you, you sort of try. I'm just going to show up in one of Peg's dog collars and yeah. a leash. Yes. Well, it's the best one. She, people can, are naked. she can walk. <laughs> she can walk me. Can people? <laughs> Not sure if dogs are allowed. Um, can do people get totally naked at that party? Is that allowed? It is allowed. I saw a penis uh, just flapping in the wind. Wow! wow. And Hanging no consent. In the breeze. There wasn't a consent monitor uh, alarm that got rang. I mean, unless that person is doing something that is uh, bothering someone. No, it's very like body positive. Yeah. You can have your tits out. You can do whatever you want. Cool. Pretty much. We should. You go can. There have been. Yeah. There have been rooms. I don't know if there was one on Friday. Um, but there have been like full on sex rooms. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, so nudity is okay. Nudity is okay. <laughs> Get nude. 
Nudity in public is so much fun, by the way. I don't yeah. know how much experience you guys have with that, but it is. Well, it was extra my fun. go-to drunken oh, yeah. stunt when I was. Oh, uh, it's fun sober too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was sober first in high school. That's that's how I would get a lot of attention at parties was to a jump streak. out of the woods naked and make a scene. But then drunkenly, it just like got turned up to a hundred it was like every yeah, time he wasn't That's doing it to like consent monitor like i love yeah exactly <laughs> and there was a dire need for consent monitoring wherever he was drunk and nude um <laughs> not, not because i was raping anybody no, okay <laughs> let's clear this up no no assault other than like my you know people's Emotion- eye visual. emotional assault yeah, yeah. Also, ow Fucking peg. When you're not expecting nudity, it's a little different. Yes. It can be jarring. Yes. <laughs> Ross um, just got bit under the table I'm by Peg. Peg's biting my fucking feet. Oh. She knows I'm not in the mood. You know, yeah, she knows it. She senses it. And she's like, Mom, 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 Mom. It's very oh that God, right now. She's so cute. <laughs> so now you've been doing these parties and you're, uh, you're uh, on staff, essentially. A little bit. Uh, So does it feel good to be of service in this community? Like talk about the community aspect of it. Uh, The community is interesting. I'm not like super entrenched. I know a few people. I've been to a few different parties. Um, uh, The community is. It has its, you know, it's like any other community, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I guess how I'm asking is like. Because I'm sort of still in the taker phase. It's like if I go to mm. an event, I'm like, I feel so new. I feel like awkward about it still. Mm. I feel so I'm like, I'm just here to like take from the experience. Yeah, observe. Because I'm the new person. Uh, but eventually, as I've learned in other communities, like you, you have to become sort of a giver and you have to mm. help keep the thing running and be a part of it and be of service in some way. Like maybe you're setting up chairs or <laughs> filling up the coffee pot or whatever, which I assume is different at sex parties. Not too than, many coffee pots. Like yeah. And yeah, we found that out the hard way, asking for a cup of coffee at a sex party that we went to. And they were like, yeah, well, we actually have a Keurig. We were like, yes. It's always the Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you need the stamina sometimes. You know, you yeah. just need a non-drinker. Um, what I'm interested well, in... Well, real quick. Oh, sorry, I just was almost aspect. there with my question, which is just, uh, do, do you do you like that feeling, though, that you've now crossed that bridge from, like, casual attendee to, like, you know, go, going and being a part of keeping the thing running? I I mean, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. It's really great for me because the party itself is pretty expensive and they oh, actually yeah. pay me to be there. That's cool. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, yeah, they take care of us uh, at House of Yes. It's really... It's really great. Uh, just House of Yes community in general is really great. It's yeah. very, uh, very queer, very progressive, very open, very caring, um, very worker centric, I guess. If that's, I don't know if that's what exactly what I mean, but like they're, you know, they're paying volunteer, like we're essentially volunteers, but yeah. they've, you know, changed their policy to, uh, you know, give us a little bit of scratch and um that's great and they always give us like a free drink ticket and coat thing and whatever but um yeah being a part of of house of yes community has been really really great i've always loved it cool awesome what were you gonna ask i was gonna ask when did so you have a flourishing sexy witchy instagram my god you called me a sex witch the other day and i was like (laughs) that (laughs) 
is amazing. I mean, I, I would you want identify it to be my tagline? Yes. You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to put any labels on you that no, you would I not embrace. It. I love it. Um. So when did like tell us a little bit about your relationship to your like Instagram life? Yeah. So that started with burlesque. So oh, okay. um, I started doing uh, burlesque classes about three ish years ago. Um, and that was with the New York school of burlesque, uh, the headmistress, Joe Weldon, fucking amazing. Um, so once that started, it blew the doors off, uh, for my self-confidence. It was just kind of like everyone in this room is shaped differently, is a different age, Mm. is all like different gender expressions. Mm -hmm. Um, but they were all sexy and beautiful and, uh, once I started getting into that community um, on Instagram and in real life, uh, just seeing how everybody's incredibly talented and gorgeous, um, despite or not despite, but because of their, you know, physical characteristics or emotional mm-hmm. or like just their talent is super inspiring. So I guess despite what culture might say <clears throat> otherwise. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's not like the cultural norm, especially. To, I mean. <laughs> Brooklyn burlesque especially is like just wild like there's yeah <laughs> it's uh it's all kinds of craziness and wonderful and what is your Instagram handle so while we talk about this yeah. people can casually browse Please browse mm-hmm. uh it is actually <laughs> it's a private Instagram so you'll have oh. to um request to browse but I'm Invite pretty only pretty lenient yeah. about who I uh let in because most people are pretty chill uh it's Lux L-U-X-E Fatale F-A-T-A-L-E and there's not a period between No, this? there's right, no cool. funny little uh, punctuation marks. <laughs> I got lucky. And did you choose Lux Fatale as your burlesque name in that workshop? No, not in the... Well, yes, while I was going through the workshop. But mm-hmm. uh, it was just like a lightning bolt. It was... Yeah. <laughs> cool. I have no idea where that came from. It's but a great it was name. Like, Lux Fatale! Boop. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it suits you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, talk about like um, what, what was happening in life when you were like, I got to... I want to perform in this way. I think uh, the ex I had previously mentioned was doing lighting design and Mm. he did lighting design for the New York uh, burlesque festival. Mm. And he invited me to three or four shows and just seeing that, seeing people of all different shapes and sizes, being confident, being beautiful, being sexy, um, just kind of motivated me to be like, well, I mean, if all those people can do that, I can do that. Um, I've, so I guess I'm like sort of a latent performer where I used to do high school theater and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And then, you know, uh, even like a little bit in uh, college, but then I just sort of wasn't doing that anymore. And then to see that there was this performance and like this element that I could get involved in, Mm -hmm. uh, it was immediately, I was just struck. I was like, I need, I need to do this. And then I enrolled in the class. I did two classes, two different, um, series of classes with Joe. That's so Uh, cool. Recommend Joe, uh, and the New York school of burlesque to anybody who's interested in performing. She like, you know, I mean the community, the burlesque community, speaking of communities, community is a real thread in my life too. So thank you for bringing that up. The burlesque community is, uh, from what I've experienced as sort of like a very low level performer, you know, I'm not like up there, you know, performing top, you know, like shows every night or anything, but the community just seems so 
giving and kind and caring and constructive. And Mm -hmm. um, it just seems like the kind of thing where everybody is sort of out to lift each other up, which is Mm -hmm. incredible Mm -hmm. to see. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious if from like as a young person, like when you were little, did you always like this heightened sexuality that you express now on your Instagram and your burlesque and casual conversation? Yes, the casual. Uh, uh, <laughs> At least with certain people. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, it's true. Uh, was that always there? And were did you ever go through a phase of suppressing it or wishing you could talk about it more or do it more or like? My God. I, I guess were you ever like a shadow artist in the sex department? And are you <laughs> like was there? Turn a phrase. Was there some? Was there some moment where you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to be my sexiest, biggest self? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, I have to say it was a very, like, early sexual awakening. I did a lot of masturbating as a (laughs) three-year-old. We've talked about that here before. Yeah, I I remember doing a lot of masturbating all throughout my whole childhood. Um, I don't know if that's, like, really counts as sexual. I guess it's a sexual awakening, Uh, but... Uh, I would say so. Yeah. I would say you were literally turning the switch on. Yeah. So (laughs) as it were turning the switch. So then uh, I was in um, a lot of really long term relationships as a very young person, like high Mm. school and early, early college. And those relationships were with pretty repressed men, Mm. uh, which, Mm. (laughs) which was really, yeah, I mean, uh, my first boyfriend, like I wanted to go right into it and yeah. he was like very Christian and was like we have to wait till marriage and I was like I'm mm. not marrying you but, um, <laughs> but I would I do like to fuck, fuck you <laughs> man you're um, like my like teenage dream girl <laughs> like could I I just always was hoping somebody would just like offer sex <laughs> like I just thought it was gonna happen spontaneously I mean we just make too big of a deal about it in this well, country also like I mean, I find like we're probably at that age too. Like I was attracted to like my high school boyfriend, like wasn't ready to have sex. And I was like, we're fucking, I'm 17, you're 18. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Like we're dating. Like (laughs) what is the tea, (laughs) you know? And yeah, I think there must be something to that, right? Like being attracted to men that were not like, available I mean, in the way that we were level. hoping like come on <laughs> yeah. we're like so evolved already i'm like let's teens. get this checked <laughs> off the list so that i'm not a virgin in college okay? so what, what age um, do you think you were having that desire like 12 13 14 now it's like maybe 16 and then my and then my next boyfriend that i had who was like one of my very best friends uh we had a like really shitty sex life <laughs> like Aww. we would we would like have sex and it was cool and it was nice but it would be like three months in between <laughs> and, and at that we age were 20 too. we were like yeah. 22 yeah. like come on so uh that relationship went on very long and it was very loving and everything we're still like I said we're like really mm. close friends but Meant it was to be then, friends. Yeah. And then it was with uh, my most recent ex that like all of this stuff exploded and oh. was, uh, I don't know, it was just really eye opening that it was all in there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and all the while, there's a double life happening yes. here. Yes. Which we're very compelled by. <laughs> uh, She's a real person, too. So by night. <laughs> By night, there's witch rituals, there's sex parties at the House of Yes, there's burlesque 
there's an open relationship uh there's a, a very spicy Instagram. Again, check out Lux Patel. <laughs> Which we'll be moving over to something else. Yeah, I'm so, going to keep... Uh, that's a whole other thing. Okay. But where are you going? <laughs> so, so, yeah, tell Because I will tell you about where yeah. Lux is going. So that's a snapshot of daytime or yeah. nighttime. nighttime. yeah. Now, yeah, if you could just describe uh, what what is... To, you know, we're recording on a Sunday here. What's oh. your Monday morning going to look like? I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. And I'm going to probably ride my bike over to the uh the little nursery school for the arts that i um am the director of created director uh head head teacher all the things it's my little program with a with my partner who's an incredible woman the other night you you referred to yourself as the directress oh yeah yeah that's right directress i meant to say that i thought that was such a cool (laughs) word uh so so child care young education Yes. Uh, that's so cool. I'm um, an art teacher. That's my, uh, that's my, tra- I don't know, trade? No, that's my education. I got a, a BS in Sorry, y'all. We just art. need a second here. We're, uh, we've, we're doing some Peggy management here. Peggy, what are you doing? Like, I know this person <laughs> and she's exciting to me. So why are you trying to make me chill out? The recording, <laughs> the recording studio is under construction still. Uh, but one day, Peg, we're going to podcast without you at all. And <laughs> yes. We will be the ones living a double life. That's true. Well, yeah, right. I, was th- I was thinking you guys had an office, too. Yes, we Is have it? to get furniture for mm-hmm. said office so that, uh, you know, yeah. we don't have to struggle with this adorable little lady. She's yeah. truly the best. <laughs> I love her. Um, so, yeah. So, so that's, did you go to art school or I teacher went to school? teacher school. Art teacher school. (laughs) Well, the school I went to was, um, it was Buff State up in Buffalo. And I started out as an art major. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I'm going to just teach art. And that's where it went. And it sort of um, went by the wayside, actually, for a good six six years, maybe, where I was um, nannying. Gotcha. I still nanny. um, But I wasn't trying to get art teaching jobs with uh, DOE or anything because when I moved to New York seven years ago, there was a hiring freeze on teachers. Mm. So I just, you know, I was like, all right, I'll wait. And then I just got uh, really entrenched in the jobs that I had with the families that I was working Mm -hmm. for. And it was working for me, you know, I was really enjoying it and I was making decent money and all the things were in, were in line. And then I started um, back to Danielle. She got me into this little school that I was working at before um, my own school. So. Yeah, so you just yeah. started a school. And I just uh, started a school. And yeah. is this year one right now? This is year one. This is like month two, three. Yeah. It's so cool. It was, it was a, yeah. It's so you're wild. a business witch. I'm as a well. business witch, <laughs> sexy business art witch. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's insane because I actually found not long after um my partner and not my I'm saying partner I mean my business partner yeah uh we sort of like started formulating what we were going to do and I found this piece of paper from uh, it was at least six years old then at the time and it was just basically a list of all the things that my program is that I wanted to create so I mean if you want to talk about like witchcraft and manifesting and all Mm -hmm. those things it was just like 
I had done that. This is something you, <laughs> you're saying you wrote this list six years yes. ago. It was like a wish dream yeah. wish list or like a vision mood, board. Like a vision board, mood yeah. board. Yeah. yeah. It was just a little list in a, in a notebook. And I happened upon it after we started planning and it was just like goosebumps. Was every, yeah. Everything that was written on it was what we ha- are creating. That's so cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It feels incredible. Because they say like, uh, you know, sometimes you know, with any creative pursuit, if you're like down on yourself, like just remember like you from two years ago would be so like proud of where you're at yeah. and how far you've come. Yeah. I would uh, never have expected this. And like you're living the life that, you know, five years ago you was praying for or what, you know, whatever yeah, absolutely. the, there's a more memeified version of that, uh, that is <laughs> clever and uh, catchy, but that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. It feels great. Um, happy. And we were kind of chatting about this informally on the drive home from the ritual the other night, but like, I'm just fascinated by, uh, double life stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked these questions not to make you feel uncomfortable, but cause I'm sort of going through it. Like Wide I, open book. with my material and my comedy, there's like certain topics I'll talk about in comedy shows where like, I want to talk about all the sex stuff, all of my secrets. I, I like joking about it. Yeah. But then I do this college show about substance use disorder and I have to sort of kind of keep it on that topic. Mm -hmm. And I don't and I would hate for I'd hate to start losing those jobs if somebody heard me crossing the streams or whatever. Yeah. 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 Or even this podcast. I'm like, God, what if one of these administrators heard this and they were like, oh, we don't we don't want that guy talking to our students. So I'm I'm so curious how you reconcile that in your own mind and if you if it's something that worries you at all uh particularly when it comes to your student list and parents and things like that well i have a lot to say on this actually just uh the idea of sort of hiding the fact that anyone is a sexual being is like something that we all need to get rid of like that is uh, it's this is our nature. Yeah. Like this is our, our base nature and there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. a fully neutral thing. Yeah. Right. So like when you're judging someone for being sexual, it's like, well, you're sexual too. You just hide what you do. And, and that's going to make things even more, um, I don't know. I guess it's more transgressive that way, but I, I don't know exactly what, I don't know where I was going with just that. But in terms of like, being out and open, um, about that part of my life. It's a sort of, uh, what do they need to know that for? Like, like with with the kids at school, like if someone, someone were to find out, I've actually had like (laughs) a parent of, uh, kids I used to babysit for a long, long time ago, started following Lux and I found that really funny <laughs> and did you accept right away or did, I, I, was there a at conversation? that point i was op- I, uh, it was an open um, account oh, so gotcha. anybody oh, could follow okay. i think i probably was just like all right was you it know? the father by it was the father <laughs> his name was jim he's great i mean and they're still friends of mine like it's not it's it doesn't change you know who who your relationship you know your adult relationships with people like yeah everybody has a body everybody has a sexual side to them and um i think the more that we're open and honest about it the the better things are going to become like this thing that just happened and i'm going to forget her name because i'm like feeling a little pressured but um there's a there was a politician who just got outed with um yeah with uh nudes or whatever and it's just kind of like when is when is the onus of these nudes going to be on the leaker Mm -hmm. instead of the person who's being 
shamed yeah. by, the, you know, like yeah. uh, they're not shameful. They're, yeah. Like we shouldn't be shamed or ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. It's same like with... the person who's like exploiting someone. Yeah. Needs, and to think that the person the who exploited it doesn't have their own like subset sure. of nudes somewhere. Sending or, yeah. anonymous dick pics or to worse. whomever. Yeah, exactly. That nobody asked exactly. for. <laughs> mm. So that it's just, yeah, it's, I would say if people who currently are at my school, uh, or I don't know if it's a school, my program, <laughs> um, would have a problem with it, I'd kind of just be like, okay, well, there's the door. Like, yeah. I miss yeah. you, but. <laughs> yeah. like, but you also never worked for any sort of like public schools no, or charter yeah, schools that's, or anything ooh, like that. That's a that, whole other thing. Yeah, because that would be, then you would have to like legitimately be concerned. Even Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, your your feelings about it would be the same, <laughs> yes. obviously, and it'd probably be really frustrating. Um, yeah, and I would probably not be the same person that I am right now, and yeah. that would suck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I like about the title of artist or comedian. It's like, yeah, that's I my I talk about everything. Yeah, or I you know for you like I take pictures of everything. <laughs> I I you know Too many. I create. <laughs> I create all sorts of experiences and it all falls under the umbrella of art in one way or another. Um, Well, and the reason why all of us sort of have non-traditional jobs too, it's like, I, I think about that all the time. Like even just with styling, like I talk about everything while I'm at work with other people. I like, I don't really keep anything like, which is my own style (laughs) of course, but like I'm not worried about losing my job right. because I'm like telling people I'm sober or telling people I'm in an open marriage or like I'm just fucking filling my day with chit chat. Yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's a really good point. And then it comes back to like that woman being outed and how I mean, that's not the only example of that. That yeah. happens all the fucking time. But um, but yeah, you can't be in sort of like a public position uh, or like, you know, public schools or public servants or whatever right. and, and do these sorts of things without without that like intense fear. And then like we lose a lot of good public servants, I would imagine sure, because, yeah. <laughs> or people don't want to be public servants yeah, because yeah, yeah. of that, that risk, you know? And also like, I think so many of these things, shame and repression and secrecy lead to like shady activities. Like of course, Elliot Spitzer was like <laughs> such an amazing politician and he really did believe in justice uh and like taking down he was like on the verge of like taking down all these big banks and like exposing how like these Mm -hmm. corporations fuck over the little guy all the time and then it comes out that he's like on this list of of johns and uh Mm -hmm. he was having all these sex work yeah Yeah. all this sex work stuff and and it's like (laughs) well if we lived in a world where like it would have been okay for him to have these desires and like he you know obviously a lot of it is on him but like i, I guess mean, he's not like a perfect <laughs> no no of course not but, but yeah but he, yeah like i don't know i guess uh i don't know i guess the role of shame and secrecy is so interesting to me yeah. um that we we do well, suppress so much it to to be able to like live a uh public life yeah well and it affects so many people's decision making and then like I think it's like we always kind of come back to the idea of like what would it be like if people just were able to like through consent do the things that they want to do yeah and Mm -hmm. look away if you don't like it (laughs) yeah just go live your life (laughs) like it's fine 
be a much more highly functioning society. Uh, well, that goes back into why Lux is kind of like taking a little leave of absence because, mm-hmm. and I think this is all, um, it's all wrapped into sex work as well because the SESTA FOSTA thing went into effect, which was, you know, supposedly about sex trafficking, but really just targeted sex workers right. who were mm-hmm. consenting sex workers and really made them, you know, lose tons of business and that's what's happening with instagram which is owned by facebook which uh totally sucks all that stuff sucks so they're being like insane about censoring everything um you know to have to censor everything before but now they're doing this thing called shadow banning which means that people can't find other people's posts so um a lot of people in like the adult industry or whatever are sort of like i don't know if the word is like blacklisted but you can't like can't find their content or mm. it doesn't like come up in your feed anymore so and it's not from anybody reporting them either no i think it's i i think it can be yeah but i think that instagram itself has like bots or has some sort of God. like thing in the algorithm where they like find nipples or they find a butt like <laughs> i don't know how the technology works but it is there <laughs> and and it's super repressive so yeah, yeah. um that's i'm are laws that those are the ones that like out like made it so you sex workers couldn't post ads on craigslist, yeah, craigslist or back page for that yeah back page uh Tumblr seeking too, right? seeking arrangements i don't know like yeah. all those like yeah. which which Tumblr, s- yeah no more sexy like, stuff God on we're Tumblr. fighting those fights you know yeah. like those really which i assume weren't like ideal either for sex workers, but at least they had the power and they could kind of see who they were potentially meeting or not. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It was safer. Yeah. So then that is all illegal. So then that now they cannot communicate with people in the same way. Right. Uh, So now they're in fact in more danger. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, I guess sex workers used to have to be out meeting people out out mm-hmm. in the world uh and this yeah that's so interesting so yeah i'm just trying to think of like people who you know hear the phrase sex worker and immediately go toward the derogatory terms yeah. and you know assume that's Oof. all bad all Horphobia. the time yeah <laughs> yeah so, Horphobia. Horphobia. Mm-hmm. um i i mean i had it i when i was coming up like growing up strippers that's like that's gross like you don't like mm. oh that's like the last resort oh you must right. be so desperate like or now, like what now happened my life, to them yeah, like, or like your dad abused you or whatever yeah. like yeah. my outlook is uh, like a radically changed yeah. on all of that and i'm so glad that it did because how Ugh, elitist and gross yeah. of, of me to like and I'm like I fully claim like I fully uh acknowledge that I was like that and I am sad about it but I'm also glad that I came through to a different and a deeper understanding of well we were we were taught to right I mean yeah. it's like yes. it's a very overwhelming into societal us. pressure to like think that any form of sex work is doesn't even deserve the respect of the phrase sex work right like there's all these other derogatory terms yeah. to talk about it and either like you know terrible women or just deeply troubled yeah. and like Destitute disturbed women and, yeah. you know and like that's the only that's those are your choices yeah. you know as opposed to that way at somebody all. who's empowered that's like yeah. i mean it's like the whole spectrum it's right the whole it's spectrum. just a, a people living lives and have a job absolutely yeah 
But so, I'm not a sex worker. I, I wish I could <laughs> claim that title, but I do I do like to just like advocate for yeah. for them and and you know make it apparent what's going on. Yeah. But those those laws would affect your modeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah so your that's photography. why. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about tell us about that. What's what is the next thing if it's not Lux Fatale on yeah. Instagram? I'll, it'll still be there. I'll still be on Instagram, but I'm trying to guide people towards um, OnlyFans, which is like a pay website. Mm-hmm. So um, I can put content out that's entirely uncensored and then it's um, a monthly fee or whatever. Um, I follow a bunch of like people's Patreons and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's just kind of like you're, you're seeding people for their artwork and stuff like that. So, um, I'm hoping to monetize the, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah make that money, the little nudes that and I this, yeah. put out into the world. Yeah. And the, so that's what you'll put up is your, your modeling photography, yeah. uh, which is all similar to your Instagram stuff, but it'll be more, yeah, more skin. Way more skin. All nice. the skin. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, all so, the skin. So talk about that though, because both of you, I think, identify as um, what? What's a good word? Like you, you both like uh, positive attention from men. Oh, based she on, does. Based on. Uh, based I don't know on about Ross. I just, <laughs> Ross hates men. I think we're all clear. <laughs> based on photography, I guess. Jk. <laughs> A topic I'm, I'm fascinated by is objectification yeah. uh, and how hot it can be in, a, in the sexual dynamic, whether it's meeting somebody on an app and it becomes this like, like verbal, not necessarily verbal, but, you know, communication mm-hmm. about how the woman looks uh, and which I think is just fascinating because we're being taught in society to not objectify people. But what I like about in a sexual dynamic is that it can be so hot to like just objectify them (laughs) or like primarily objectify them uh i don't know talk about from a woman's power empowerment standpoint how does it feel to like you're both beautiful women you both take amazing photographs uh i don't know what does it mean in in like a spiritual sense like what what you're doing with your work Mm, that's a deep one because i i wrestle with this just with getting older and thinking like this is a very temporary kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I, that's and that's not even true either. There's right. a lot of really amazing older um, women who are modeling and looking incredible. But and it's not, and I don't mean that in terms of like, oh, they're so fit. It's like you know, whatever this, you know, whatever you look like. But yeah, I, I will, I will publicly say a lot of my internet browsing skews older. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's some well, like older ladies, incredibly powerful women that. Turned me on very much. He loves uh, an older lady. Uh, yeah. He so, loves an older lady. Sit on his face. But it, I'm fine yeah. with that. <laughs> Get it. Especially right now because I am not in the mood. Okay? Yeah, Ro- this talking about sex is work for Ross yeah, right now. I'm like, actually, I'm getting a little nauseous. Can somebody put a grilled mm. chicken on? We need some grilled chicken and rice, please. No salt. Thank you. <laughs> as bland as possible. <laughs> Speaking of old women. <laughs> and sex put put you in this Too situation. Spicy. Oh, God. Anyway, we're not talking about me. Go on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I forgot the question. Well, already. Like, yeah, I don't even really know what the question was. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was about know. being objectified uh, well, and then the male gaze and, and if oh, we sure. uh, yes. appreciate that. And Does it make you um, feel powerful? And is that a turn on? The answer is very yes. Very mm. yes. She's coming through me. with a strong yes. Strong yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. And 
And it is, is it like totally down to socialization? And I guess this is maybe like, you know, something that you learn throughout your life. But like, you know, a lot of value comes from how you look. And mm-hmm. um, and that's why I mean where I'm saying I'm struggling with that because I don't want to like, I don't want to be sad when I'm not like, mm. you know, putting Instagram photos on the, you know, right, putting right. out content like that. I want... It's just, and this is a, a little tangent because it's not really related, but I, I want to like have something deeper that I can offer the world, mm-hmm. but I, I do love offering, um, this kind of modeling to the world too. I think it's really, uh, it's been really fun. It's really special. I don't know. Yeah. Special is a fun word for me. Like I'm it. happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that you get so much like joy and pleasure out of it. Like obviously, I mean, you do, I, but I think I guess- I'm fucking hot. Like I like to look at those <laughs> yes, pictures bitch. myself. I'm like, wow, this is great. And the photographers that I've worked with have been fantastic and just phenomenal people. So, and you know, I, I just look at it as making art. Like I look yeah. at it as like an art, an expression, an art form, and um, collaboration. Yeah, I was gonna say like that role of muse to a photographer is there is a sexuality to that there Mm -hmm. is like a transaction and a communication that must be exciting when it's like firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and it feels seamless because like that's the best sex when the other person is like so on board with whatever you're throwing in their direction they're like receiving it and then kind of bouncing it back in some way uh what what is like what it talk about that like what is like a great photo shoot feel like mm, oh that's such a fun question uh so I, i'll shout out the photographers i work work with or worked with the most so um number one being uh my boyfriend his name is mm-hmm. ian um he, his uh instagram handle is ian jones town that's a good that's a good handle yeah he's a funny guy he's a (laughs) very talented photographer so uh yeah working with him is interesting it's great it's great uh it's also interesting (laughs) we have our moments i'm just like that's not a good way to direct like you have to do different i don't know words (laughs) he's like any romantic relationship becoming collaborative and (laughs) it's bickering it's funny to talk about it in this context because that becomes true with sex also because then sex with new partners is like so freeing and different and like then those like communication hangups don't have any of the same weight to them or like past experiences attached to them yeah um hail hail ethical (laughs) non-monogamy We don't, we, don't have, we don't have to go too deep into that. but Yeah, uh, do you care to <laughs> flush a little more? I really like no. yeah, where you're going with that. <laughs> um, all right, so Ian. Uh, so Ian, um, Ellen Stagg, who I, uh, crap. Alan or Ellen? Ellen, Ellen yeah. uh, is. She's, I've seen you post a lot of stuff you've done with her. Put and a it, couple it, books out. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if her Instagram is just Ellen Stagg. And it you've. When she shoots you, it's usually you and other women too, right? I have shot with her and my very good friend, Mystere, and I've shot with her and Mystere and another uh, friend, Daddy Longlegs. I think she might have changed her her um, burlesque name. Let me see. Ellen. Sorry, guys. No problem. We want to give people their due. That's right. There's uh, yeah. in these photos. Um, I think it's just Ellen Stagg. Are truly incredible. Yeah, it's Ellen Stagg. So you have to request her too. She's not, she's S-T-A-G-G? got a private. S T A G G. 
GG. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so Ellen Stag, um, her, she has a podcast also, and her podcast partner, David Lawrence Bird, also photographed oh, I've, me. I've seen his photos. Yeah. Uh, there's a comedian. He shoots a bunch. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, great. yeah. With uh, Jack's uh, partner, Jack the Stripper. And, um, oh. Yeah. Wait, also, no. Is that who I'm thinking of? No. Yeah, maybe no, no, no. Rachel Green. But, Rachel, yeah, that's uh, who I was thinking of. Yeah. But also Karen Fian. I think yeah, he's yes, shot a yes. bunch of her stuff. And yes, she's, yes, yes, yes. Look at this overlap. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, I know where to go if I want to look at beautiful asses on oh, Instagram. All the butts. So his <laughs> last name. <laughs> uh, for people who want to check it out, David Lawrence, B-Y-R-D. Yeah. Uh, and Lawrence with a W. So that was a lot of confusing letters that I just it's threw fine. out there. You'll people figure, it, figure out. it out. <laughs> but when, you, when you're like, you're somebody's pointing their camera at you, because like I find... Um, if I, because I'm usually behind the camera yeah. with like my professional work or whatever, uh, it, sometimes it's so hard to make the person like trust you and just like open up and give in and and uh, and like not feel like I'm pointing a gun at them because some mm. people are just very shy. Yeah, um, and right. I'm not talking about sex. Then you stuff don't at go all. into that this line of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. modeling. No, yeah, no, like, no, do you immediately it, just click or is it, uh, I don't know, I'm curious. Like, Yeah, that's a good, really good question. Um, so the photographers that I've worked with, oh, and then this other photographer, has, uh, he's Chris Carr. Um, they've all uh, not been cis white males. <laughs> I mm. think that's like one of the things. One of the requirements. Sorry, Patrick, but it no, is. It's one of the You're an exception to the rule, honey. With me. Um, just because the the power dynamics and the and the sort of exchange, I just don't like. I just don't like that idea. Um, it. Yeah, I mean, I guess when You're you like, talk about put the about, camera away, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> Mike. Um, when, Mike. <laughs> when you talked about objectification, yeah, there's just just like something. I don't know. I don't know. So, anyways, yeah. um, but I will. I will sort of like take us back in time for a second. Please take let's us go back. back. My, uh, I want to put a sound effect right yeah, there. Take let's us back if you would. In there. Oh, you did. Um, Sweet. <laughs> so, uh, when I was like four or something, I was I was in pageants. I was like a oh, model as a kid. Interesting. Yeah. Where are yeah. the photos? Oh. Where are the receipts? Do you do you want to put them on the? I will send yes. them. I will send them for you. Please. Um, no, I. So I did pageants. My mom was not. She was a pageant. Not witch. a pageant mom, but yes, I'm a pageant witch. My mom uh, put me in a couple of different. Like I was down here in New York. I'm from upstate, but I was you know came down here for a pageant and i was in i was in some like fisher price ads and things oh like that oh my so, god we've got a star oh, on the show. yes <laughs> from the uh the tender age of four um so was it like I toddlers won? and tiara <laughs> not for me i'm sure okay. for a lot of those poor kids but my mom was very chill about it she was just like well if you like doing it and i was like yes but bitch. like the pageant itself <laughs> was it like a glam it thing? was very funny yeah I, I would like to look for those photos but i had like a gold lame dress on yes and then my mom would like <laughs> set my hair in curlers oh, okay. and, I'd have to and sleep are we in talking them like mall lobbies or hotel I conference don't know. Rooms? <laughs> it's more it's more of like so it's like this whole mall modeling complex i don't mm -hmm. know if you like know about that you probably know a lot I mean, about it, it. you but like, it's like you pay an agency and then right. the agency does these things for you but you're always paying them a bunch mm -hmm. of money it's a, it's a, it's a racket yeah. yeah it's a total racket <laughs> so i was involved in that when i was little so i won um miss 
or most miss or most photogenic as yes, a four-year-old so i was like yeah i was just sort of destined to wow that's so funny like being in the cameras destined eye. for instagram <laughs> stardom it's like oh my god i have like 900 instagram followers this is not stardom how is it's, that possible i feel like i don't know more people should try to follow yeah. me please. Let's, <laughs> let's, get let's get this get those numbers get up. out there and get the numbers up for lux fatale please thank you everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Then, then follow my OnlyFans and actually pay for it. Yes. Uh, That's so great. I really hope that takes off. Yeah. Um, I made like $11. So where go? <laughs> should, we, awesome. should we join fans only? I, if somebody's willing to take some Is it all photos sexual? of me. It's not. It's not. I mean, I don't even think they are supposed to say that it's Well, it sexual. started out. As, like, I was talking to a homosexual the other day and he was saying that fans only or OnlyFans? OnlyFans.com. OnlyFans. Uh, like he knew it as like a very gay thing and okay. that he like subscribed to like some, some dudes on mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. for stroke shows. Yeah. For stroke hey. shows. Well, and he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I know it. It's like, a, it's like a gay thing. And I was like, Oh, I guess it's not just that. And he was like, no, but like, do I have a login? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they kind of try to like, you know, in their promotional stuff, it's like fitness instructors and yeah, yeah. Oh, you sure. know, things like that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people cool. are on there putting their titties out. Putting their titties out. <laughs> um, you were talking about like objectification and I didn't put my two cents in. So here I go. Um, I think that, yeah, obviously like I like objectification on my terms. Like if I'm saying like if I'm on some... I'm in some sexting conversation or I'm like on one of these dating apps or something like, yeah, like I'm, that is me consenting to like having that bit of back and forth and, um, I'm getting something out of it and I'm choosing people that I feel like are respecting my boundaries and that I'm like consenting to it. But out in the world, oh, yeah, there you go. It's a full nightmare. Yeah, and I That's want everyone to shut up and leave me alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you when you're directing the attention and you're like, yeah, I'm giving you this thing. It's different yes. from yeah. No, then that's it's a super good point. Like, yeah, then it's empowering when it's just being thrown at you. That is intentionally disempowering mm-hmm. and very like, intentionally and yeah. making you feel small and and threatened. Threatened. Yes. Yeah. And unsafe, you know, whereas like we're the ones in charge making the decisions to like let people see us in certain ways. Yeah, that's fucking fun and yeah. hot and everyone's getting turned on, Good you point. know. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's all I have to say. Doubtful. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. That was fucking great. Well, I want to I want to ask about. So, Lux, you sent us some bullet points. Of- <laughs> Potential, I'm looking at them right now. Potential <laughs> topics of conversation. And actually, one of our biggest fans was just texting me about this topic the other night. I do not want to say who but it is. But it wasn't me. No, it so wasn't. It yeah. wasn't your biggest. Uh, it was somebody. One of. It was somebody who shared with me recently that oh. he is exploring the world of edibles. Uh, and then sort of apropos of nothing, the other day he texted me and said, also, by the way, sex is amazing on edibles whether solo or with a partner. True. <laughs> so true, I just true. Picked- and we clearly have nothing to offer in this department. So <laughs> yeah. I'm prepared. So, yeah. so and, and one of <laughs> You're your sex expert on weed, okay? Yeah, one of your weed witch. One of yes. your weed witch PowerPoints here. Bullet points. <laughs> weed witch PowerPoint. Actually, I would love it if you had a, a whole PowerPoint on this topic. <laughs> oh my god, it I says, should get one. Sex on weed, 
vasodilation. Okay, yeah. So is va- I'm going to guess what that is. That means <laughs> your your veins, your vascular system is dilating, which is smaller bigger. or bigger. bigger. So more blood is entering your genitals, oh, I assume. And everywhere, <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's the relaxation of the tissue of the veins. So, yeah, so those areas that engorge with blood during sex and other times or whatever, uh, get more sensitive. So yeah. And then you're also, if you have THC and maybe it works with CBD with the vasodilation, yeah, I, I actually don't vasodilation. know. I got to see if there's a CBD for that. Cause yeah, maybe now I'm into CBD. Is. Now he's into CBD. <laughs> <laughs> I, we can talk about CBD too. I have my reservations, but, <laughs> um, just because I, I can't like feel what's happening because yeah. I'm sure just used to like getting high and knowing that I'm high. Um, it's a tricky road, yeah. this CBD, you know, <laughs> I have, I have a, another C- CBD story too. Actually it does. It does work, but it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, vasodilation. So yeah. And this, so sex feels better in your body. Um, but it also like your mind is in a different place. So you're mm-hmm. really like, open to a lot of different things you would maybe um say things that you wouldn't otherwise say that are like you know super sexy it's just like things that you might not say if you weren't inhibited yeah 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 um and you know like i mean it works sort of drunk too but like it's not as cool (laughs) no yeah drunk getting drunk like i drunk sex i always enjoyed but it does feel like like you're putting on layers and layers of clothes or something and then going to have sex. Whereas smoking, I assume it's a much lighter trip. You know, it's like you don't have to bring as much with well, you. It just gets, I mean, the this clothes is, is being, my metaphor <laughs> the working? metaphorical oh my God, the clothes being just the drunkenness. The, just the, no, the volume of like beer, like the volume of booze. Oh, yeah. Like you have to just take so much to get mm, drunk. Yeah, you yeah. don't like At least feel I did. great. So it was just like, just felt heavy and sure. gross. That's a really, yeah. Whereas like yeah. smoking, it's just like, take a couple puffs of this thing. Or yeah, or edibles too. Uh, the pro- the th- Not problem, but the thing with edibles is timing. So it's a little bit like mm. you have to know how long it takes you to feel the effects of whatever it is that you're eating. Um, but with smoking, it's pretty immediate uh, or within an hour, maybe I would say. But for me personally, and I guess this is different with different strains, like it actually makes me really uh, aroused. So mm. like I'm getting there mentally and then my body is like ready in a different way too. Hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, I don't know. And I, I did it Saturday morning <laughs> and Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so you found what works Fucking for you. Fucking great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is it a treatment that people recommend for people who might be in a new phase of um, uh, lowered sex drive? Uh, or I, w- I wonder if like... I'm pretty sure it's like a like huge business. <laughs> like yeah. cannabis sexuality coaches abound and yeah. you can definitely find that um, person if you need someone to guide you. What are you trying to get me on something? No, while I'm no, carrying your no, baby. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm I'm sort of surprised you're uh, in this state, but I'm not worried about it, and I'm not. I'm fine. But I think there are parts. Of, I mean, it's down to everyone you know individually but i think parts of your pregnancy you'll be like very horny all the time <laughs> that's what they say yeah. you know that's I've what heard, they say i've heard that i mean look at those 
fucking bazooms <laughs> over there. These things are the crazy. Knockers. They're crazy. <laughs> I, I like. I was saying to Danielle yesterday. I was like, I've had to get new bras. She was like, already. I was like, well, I don't have bras, <laughs> so <laughs> not in my repertoire. Yeah, it's like not really my thing. Like I have like half tanks, yeah. you yeah. know, that like sometimes I wear, sometimes I don't. So that I actually like have tits that need support. It's a very new experience. Oh, well, <laughs> I know you, you, it's a nightmare. <laughs> so <laughs> you can speak to it well with uh, uh, the love, set you're bringing to the table. I love not wearing a bra. I'll tell you that, and that's a new thing too. That was like I was very consumed in body shame and feeling like not wearing a bra was like so nasty and like don't do that. And no. now I'm like, Pff, did you fuck have? A bra. <laughs> fuck a bra! You heard it here first, motherfucker. Fuck a bra. <laughs> I just heard a new term for a bra yesterday. Ross came out of the bedroom very sure casually stuffing her knockers into her bra. Mind you, they're her still n- just like 34B, maybe C. Woo! Like they're not even that big, but. Well, she's casually stuffing them in there uh, into her new bra that came in the mail. And yeah. she said, what do you think of this over the shoulder boulder, boulder, boulder. holder? Yes, girl. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Really? That was a delight. That's a classic. I think I know it from Beaches, which wow. is that sounds about right. right? Yeah. Bed Midler says she's like in a musical at some point later in the movie, and that's like one of the things that she's like singing about in oh the in the musical. I don't remember in. that specifically. It's a deep cut, but I remember the over the shoulder boulder holder the from sh- like being know, a kid. Bette Midler, huge huge rack. She's got so big one, yeah. Over the shoulder boulder holder. Did you have the experience as a, a young girl uh, developing breasts early? Ugh. And was that a thing for you? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, of course you want to led... talk objectification. Did Ugh. I say that right? Objectification. Yeah. Uh, gross. Yeah, I remember uh, one, uh, one experience in particular being in... Um, excuse me in Canada uh where everything is legal (laughs) and you know I was like maybe 15 going to like a piercing shop because I was like a cool alternative kid and my um aunt or I don't think I was with my aunt at this time I think I was probably just with friends and we were looking at jewelry or whatever and the guy behind the counter said something about um (sighs) bunnies and pillowcases like that's what he called my tits and I and I like (sighs) got really it was so, I mean, I was 14, mm. you know, and this was probably like a 40 year old guy. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking and disgusting. Yeah. How it's, do I take- Who says something like that to a child? Like, shitty, I don't even remember like- Shitty dudes. Yeah, the exact uh, context, but like, ew. I was just going to ask you both, like, how do I take back all the horrible things I said to my peers <laughs> in middle school or elementary school, middle school, high school, whatever. Oh, I have a, um, uh, I have a really good answer to that. But, oh, good, because I don't. But I, I also have a good answer since I'm a white guy who thinks he can do no wrong. Oh, so um, you're just asking like a rhetorical well, no, question? No, 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 but you just you just reminded me of something that like I would never on my life say that to a young girl. No, like, yeah, of course, or or anybody non consensually. Uh, so I'm proud to say that I think I am making up, not making up for anything I have done in the past, but like, at least I'm not continuing to do it. No. Yes. Uh, so that, and that's my answer too. But yeah, what's your other answer? <laughs> Is that you, you're turning the tide because you having this podcast, being, you know, vocal about consent and being vocal about, you know, just not being a shitty person is maybe helping other people. Mm. And I think that's, you know, giving back and, and realizing like, 
what you feel like weird about or bad mm-hmm. about is like something you can help other people not to do. Yeah. yeah. It's like a huge way to reverse that. Yeah. <laughs> not that you can reverse, you know, however you made someone feel, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure everybody's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if not, there's therapy. There's therapy. Speaking of therapy, sorry, I know you're guiding this, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello, um, this is the Lux Show. I almost yeah. said my own name. Yeah, um, <laughs> we we have the same therapist. Yes, which I just wanted to touch on very quickly because <laughs> because she's the best. She's an angel. She is of the Lord, and she I really love her. Is. She really, really is, and I owe a big. I can't even speak. Like, I, I can't either. Just fucking throw me out the window. The and words are just garbling. Um, out. No, you're carrying my <laughs> offspring. Yeah, wait till I have you to have that. Thing. You. God, yeah. Then I'm sure the words will just be free flowing. Never. No, then will throw you me. out the window. That's oh, okay. <laughs> you just gotta. Yeah. You're incubating. Um, I have a large debt of gratitude. Yes, because without you, I would not have Nuna. Uh, Nuna. Nuna. You should have her on the podcast. I know, and I feel like she's like unethical just she to right of mouth that she would be like, oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> she's the best. She actually asked me if she could start listening. Oh, and she good. was like, she was like, actually, like, I would never normally, like, I, I want it to be just like, this is what I know about you in this room, but I would love to listen. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Oh, I love her. She's going to she, be following Lux Fatale. She soon. followed my uh, Instagram. Oh, God bless. <laughs> For, I think she got. Uh, she didn't follow it. She sent me something on Instagram. Like she sent me like a meme or oh, something. Oh, that's how you found but, out what her handle is. Yeah. Which is Bichon Wheels. Bichon <laughs> Wheels. Oh. When you said that to me, I was like, this woman is truly meant to be my favorite. <laughs> like Bichon yeah. Wheels. Yeah. No, uh, she sent me, what was funny is that she sent me a meme on Instagram. She found me on Instagram or maybe asked me what my Instagram was to send me a meme that I had actually posted myself like a couple of weeks prior, which I was like, yeah, Nuna, got it. Oh, got, Nuna. I God got bless the memo. her. I love her. Uh, I do. Like I was saying to Patrick before, like she, I feel like at a different time in my life, I would maybe be like... <laughs> this woman needs more boundaries. <laughs> but I think where I'm at right now, like it really works for me the yeah. way that she, like it just came along at the right time. You know, like I like her style. She's just so kind. She I is. I don't know. She's got, and she's just like w- dropping wisdom bombs. Dropping wisdom Every bombs. Every other second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I gotta write that down. <laughs> I love when she's like, she'll like give you a wisdom bomb and then just be like, well, I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying... I, and you know who cares? That's just just my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's yeah. very quick to like be like, oh wait, wait, wait. She I'm pulls not. it back. Yeah, <laughs> she's so funny. Oh, Nuna. Yes, the best. Yeah. <laughs> very often she's like, I shouldn't even be saying this. Yes, it's not like, about me. That's like her catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. Um, should we wrap it up on our love for Nuna? Yeah. I, oh, I, it's wrap up I'm, time. I'm gonna have to get going here. He's, uh, got, he's got shit to do. Okay. I'm so sorry to to but. This felt so great. Oh my god, I let's do it again. All of it. I'm not done. I know uh, we've only hit like two of your bullets. The bullet <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 put those in the production file oh. and uh, circle back to them. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I did have one last thing. What are just like? I, I just feel like I hope people listen to this and are like, if they're interested in this world mm-hmm. of like expanding their own sexuality or whatever. First of all is Brooklyn is our neighborhood like 
are we are we lucky to be here? This is a in, hotbed of in activity. 2019. <laughs> Truly. Uh, and then also, like, what what Literally. are some things either of you would suggest for people if they want to dip their toes into the world mm-hmm. of uh, sex parties or whatever sexuality? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> go Remember to a party. Thinking hard. Yeah, yeah. Go to a party. Yeah, check it out. Like. Like I said, the House of House of Love party is very much like a tamer version yeah. of a actual play party. Um, play parties are kind of not hard to find, but like there's, there are some steps, yeah. some barriers intentionally. And that's good because you want to keep, you know, creepers out and yeah. that's fine. Um, but yeah, so you kind of have to like search for it. Uh, doing that kind of stuff with a partner is fun but can also be fraught so Mm. be prepared for a lot of feelings and a lot of chats and talks and stuff like that I'm sure you guys have experienced that and I know I've experienced it with my current partner um what else I would say go on the apps go on Get yeah. on the apps. Meet some people you guys in there. Use, uh, can I say that you guys use a, an app field? Yeah, you yeah, use we, field? we talk about it all the time. I just yeah, deleted I it so. though. I did too. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Because I, I had started using it, but it was like the interface was terrible. Oh, and I don't horrible. know if yeah, everyone hates it. the interface. Okay. I mean, we've had nothing but luck on there, uh, yeah. or at least I have. Um, I mean, you have to go through a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of stuff, like plenty of people I am not interested yeah. in. But um, I What's do. the th- other one? FetLife? You might uh, I not never, not us. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. we used like it, fet, but if someone else is interested, yeah, you fet could life look at is, fet life. I think is good to like discover more of like the BDSM yes. world. Yeah, um, I haven't used it, but I know it's there. So yeah. I'm just like throwing it out there. Yeah, other platforms like that. Tinder. I've uh, met a lot of people, and and with Tinder, I I would caution just everyone to be very open with yes. their needs. So yeah. yes. if you're really just going out there to like find play, you know partners and people who aren't going to be like necessarily a serious part of your life make sure that's like right there in the yes. forefront yes. and you're being very open and honest in, about in that. any of these situations uh, all of them, yeah, you know it's but like, I feel like tinder is like people are really looking for relationships yeah so yeah. if you you know just and even if you do put it out there sometimes yeah. they'll be mad at you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah mine clearly stated i'm a married guy in a non-monogamous relationship and uh like so many women would like me and then I would say, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, I am married and they would usually just disconnect, but sometimes say some shit and I'm like, read the copy people. Yeah. It's there. You're like, at least I'm saying it like whatever. That's their own, their own stuff. Yeah. The world has been cruel. You have to, you have to put it out there. Um, what you, what you're looking for, what you want. And I would say, don't get into any of this stuff if you're like not willing to be honest and have conversations also don't get into it if your relationship is endangered not a good time to Mm. open it up not a last ditch effort we wouldn't recommend won't fix it i mean i don't know (laughs) i I guess it helps people realize that they should break up sure so you know i won't say don't do it but yeah yeah, yeah, you're right you're right but you're probably gonna break up (laughs) (laughs) you're looking to break up (laughs) it's an easy way you're gonna break up maybe just don't put your, your other your partner through it and just break up and then start fucking lots yeah, of yeah, people yeah. and then if you do break up have we got a therapist recommendation <laughs> for <Yes>. you <laughs> give her uh, all of the jobs all right. also then start taking cbd <laughs> yeah yeah i guess i'm just gonna you know throw all of the pieces throw all there. the things <laughs> yeah 
All right. Well, thank you so much. This was Ugh. wonderful. Thank you, guys. We're so happy you came on. Thank you, yeah, Lux. I loved it. And I love how that little donut is sleeping over there. Yeah, I love she her. finally. Peggy's down. Had to put the mom yeah. on the case. Oh, um, I love you guys. Thank you so much. We love I'm you. Super happy. Fuck. There were a couple things I wanted to do on the air, but I forgot. What are they? <laughs> what are they? Okay, can I do this one really quick? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, she's taking your headphones off. Th- there's, what is she there's, gonna do? She's going into is the bag of tricks. Is she putting her burlesque costume on? <laughs> she has got. I things. assume there is a. Uh oh. Oh Lord, what is oh, this? There's a reveal. Oh God. There's a reveal. There's a a child's garment. It looks garment. very tiny. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the best. We have just received our first baby, baby gift. gift. Oh my God, Let's you have show first the camera. onesie. Yes. Look, we got a onesie from Don't Lux. Don't mess with Mother. <laughs> I mother literally, Earth. yes, Mother Earth and this. this yeah, one. just Mother. Oh, um, thank you so much. That's great. But I literally bought it on your couch when I was watching <laughs> Peggy. It was oh. the, when you were away and you told me. I was like, you, you were like, and going to the internet <laughs> immediately. You're so sweet. Oh. We, we came home from that trip and you had left a care package for I Ross. Know, you're so generous. Pregnancy <laughs> There's pregnancy tea. There's a new Christmas. He's loving the pregnancy tea, by the way. I'm sure it's delicious. You're the best. That is so kind of you. Thank you. You also brought us fresh baked goods. Uh, Not baked. It's a no-bake. It's a no-bake. Put them in the freezer. A no-bake fat bomb. Oh, should I have put them in the freezer? No, they're fine. Okay. They're stable. Uh, Well, you're amazing. That's so nice, Kirsten. What a giver. And if you have a child, send them to her school, even though there's a wait list. There's a huge wait list. We're extremely popular. We'll be be sending our child there, and that's when they will sort out their own gender identity. (laughs) Oh, my God. In your right? I mean, they've got their whole lives for that. That's right. That's right. All right. We love you. Thank you. you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.